Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Here we go, Hot breath verse Welcome back. Hot brethren and sisterin to the Hot Breath Podcast, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I'm comedian Joel Byers, and today we have a very special episode with one of you, fellow hot brethren and sisterin out there on the grind, live from our Facebook group, which has honestly grown into this international, inclusive community of comics that are supporting each other all in the pursuit of becoming a professional comedian we're in this group doing feedback open mics twice a week we're doing weekly q a's with comics like nate bargatze and dan soder and we also do a daily writing club called the right 10 club every day at 10 a.m eastern time we get a random word and see who can write the best joke in 10 minutes and on the weekends the winner gets to come live on the show to share their process for how they wrote that joke and to promote whatever fun projects they have going on. So if that's something that's interesting to you, definitely go into the show notes and click the link to join this Facebook group. You will not regret it. We've been doing this writing club for over 90 days now. And this winner we're going to highlight today it's Patrick Fowler out of Columbia, South Carolina. This guy is one of the mainstays of that comedy scene. And what we're really looking to do here with Hot Breath is to support each other. So if you do find it helpful, the tips in this episode, and if you do enjoy supporting your fellow Hot Brethren and Sistren, the best way to do that is to go into the show notes. Patrick is up to become the best of Columbia comedian and rap group you'll hear all about his rap group in this episode but that is actually the first place i actually found him was seeing his rap group while we were at a comedy festival together so do the hot breath of a favor feel good go support a fellow comedian and vote for him to be best of columbia and vote for his rap group the buster cups to be the best rap group in columbia so the more we can all win in our own collective scenes the more the hot breath of verse will win and expand so here we go without further ado let's welcome to the hot breath podcast patrick fowler ladies and gentlemen those of you that don't know, I um, I interviewed Patrick's group, uh, Buster Cups, while I was in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, last last year, earlier this year, yeah, because it was yeah. my birthday weekend, and um, right, and we recorded to find out the computer died like five minutes into it, so. This yeah, I can't remember thing if it was six minutes or, or nine minutes in, in, but. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I We're used to like, it now. Speaker, it's going to happen. Yes, we nailed. It. And this, mm-hmm. um, and you won yesterday for people that don't know. And your, um, do you have your joke handy? You read it. Maybe yeah, I, I got it. Letting people read their own jokes. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I got it right here. 
the word was uh, airport, right? Yeah, airport. It's messed up when planes take off, they're doing their job. But when I take off, I'm lazy and don't have any more vacation days. How did that joke come about? What? <laughs> Um, it started with uh, I was going through like airport and stuff and I kind of I've been trying to do like the mind mapping things uh, ever since I saw EJ do it so uh, I'm kind of and I'm taking that advice of like after five minutes just try to flush out the joke and create a joke out of it instead of just putting in random ideas you know so I was going from airport to runway to TSA to like planes and takeoff. And then I went down a weird 9-11 path and got off of it. <laughs> and uh, then I was just like, what other things take off? And then from there went to people. And then I just tried to figure out a way to relate the two of them. Oh yeah, so how did you find that relationship? I was just thinking taking off and obviously, you know, like getting high and stuff. But then I was just thinking about like, what's the most relatable way of taking off that everyone's going to be doing, you know, and uh, feel like taking off from work and the amount of people, friends that I have that just have uh, like, per, like whenever they just drop personal days off, like, like they're like, yeah, I only have three PDOs left. So I can't like do like I've never had that conversation because we're comedians <laughs> and we don't like basically every day is a personal day. Right. So yeah, I've, I've yeah. always just been like, that's what people with jobs uh, do. They take their personal days. That's the That's an interesting yeah, that's an interesting path to get there of you like you going through like a weird nine eleven thing, but then coming on the other side and then also you going through like well, you could do getting high. That's almost like the low-hanging fruit right. joke. But you're like, but what's more? What would people actually connect with and resonate with more? Yeah, that's what I usually try to do. Because, uh, I mean, to be honest, most of the time people aren't really connecting with my brain that way. So a lot of times I do have to kind of like let them in on how weird the things are going. So especially if I'm doing something and I'm trying to do like a... Uh, uh -huh which is basically like a one-liner joke. I try to make it as simplified as possible. Um, but you know, like I'm, I'm mostly improv based. So that crazy mind stuff helps in improv, but in stand up, you really got to make sure you have structure behind everything or else it's not going to work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cause you, you can get far out there and bizarre, but how do you keep it wrangled in for, and that's a compliment. Yeah. The far out and bizarre thing is a compliment, but like, how do you keep it wrangled in or like you just let yourself go and you're like, well, let me go to nine 11 and then just see it all the way through to the end. And then on the other side, you actually find the joke you want to do. Yeah. So you just if I can't turn it around, if I can't turn it around to a positive kind of thing, then I'll, I'll bail off of it. Like if, if it's not worth getting the joke out, I'm not one of those comedians that try to does that like tries to do shock humor because that's what the joke is, is how shocking it is. I prefer to like go down a shock humor yeah. route and then be like, Whoa, I didn't even like, I didn't even, I don't even think you're talking about nine 11 anymore. That that's how I would prefer to take a nine 11 joke ra rather than being, I think the, the thing that I had was basically about the planes not taking off. And I'm like, this is, this, just is going nowhere. We shouldn't even go down this path. And then I just crossed it out and went down another way. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, it's kind of like it's important to. No, you go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's important to see those ideas through, though, in terms of just like not uh, not editing yourself in the moment, but really just letting your creativity flow and ramble and then just kind of let it see through to the end oh yeah for sure and that's what had like uh if i'm like freestyle rapping that will happen a lot where all of a sudden i'm in a weird place but i'm like i'm gonna keep going and this is gonna turn around so and a lot of times that's when like yeah. you get the biggest reactions out of the crowd is when they're thinking that you're like oh wow this is going down a weird hole and all of a sudden you pull them out of it and you're back into a different flow of things so that's kind of like, in, in yeah. terms of those like shock humor lines and stuff like that. That's the, I, I try to bail off of them for the most part, and and I, I don't know. That's kind of like why I like Ron Funches so much because my general humor is just silliness, and silliness is kind of like my favorite mm -hmm. part of humor and stuff. So. Uh, if I find myself getting like, I don't know, I'm getting too serious. It doesn't seem like me. Then I'll pull a, pull away from it pretty quickly. Oh, that's great. That self-awareness can also help you probably deliver a joke differently, too, to where it's like, it's not funny <clears throat> saying it this way. Maybe if I say it more silly, then it actually comes off as funny instead of, like, confusing. Oh, for sure. Uh, a lot of tone gets through that, especially with my voice. Normally when I'm talking to people, people don't know if I'm being sarcastic or not. So if I'm on stage and doing <laughs> and like doing stand up and stuff, then... I've gotten the same compliment. Yeah, it's so weird when I've, so many people have told me that. Isn't it weird when you're genuinely giving someone a compliment and they're looking at you like you're the biggest asshole in the world? <laughs> yeah, that was my proposal. <laughs> that was my marriage proposal. <laughs> I swear I want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> but yeah, when, I, when, when I'm delivering jokes, I, I really do like to kind of like dig into tone and especially in the parts of the joke that are going to be coming up to where the punchline is. Um, because if not, especially with my tone of voice, people would just like, I, I could easily blow past the punchline and people won't even realize that I said anything. Oh, uh, very yeah. cool. So it's kind of reason like- with, Yeah, and you, you mentioned the-, the I, I was just going to say, like, with the uh, joke We're, here. I think we have a slight delay. Yeah, it's only about 38 seconds. So it's pretty easy to get used to. <laughs> 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 but with, like, the airplane joke that I was doing, um, it, that's part of the delivery that I really liked was the, I'm lazy and I don't have any more vacation days. Like, that's really what I was <laughs> kind of, like, focusing on the joke being, just being like, Oh, all of a sudden, when I'm not working, I'm a real loser. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. how you say it, yeah. And you do, you did pen to paper? Yeah, usually for these. Is that how you write? For these I do, just to go quick. Um, I'm trying to, like, get away from notebooks actually because uh as you know my laptop recently got stolen along with like two comedy notebooks and sketchbooks and stuff like that so now i'm like well i won't i won't lose my jokes if they're all digital now so i'll like put the uh it does help writing down the things you think out because if not you're gonna forget them within an hour so i do write those down at least like 
if it's like a quick punchline or something, I'll write it down and then I'll go to a Google Docs and put it in there. So from my like raps to uh, stand up, they're all in different Google Docs now and pretty well organized and stuff. You, yeah, I'm in, I, I'll put stuff in Google Docs now more than ever because it is accessible everywhere you go. But like, will you title them like um, based on the topic or based on the date you wrote them? You said they're a little more organized. How do you organize them? Oh, uh, they're by date. And then I'll copy and paste them to an actual set. Uh, so basically I'll have my jokes just lined up and then I can just scroll through and read them and see if they're good, if I should flush them out or not. And then once I've done them on stage and can actually apply them to my sets, and then I have a separate line that's just like ready to go. So then I can just scroll through those and be like, okay, these are my like solid 13 right now that I can just easily pick and choose. I don't have to worry about the segue so much. And then the other jokes, they're usable and I'll like put a star by them if uh, I like them and want to keep trying them. But a lot of times the problem I have with stand up is I try to concentrate too much on the segues and it basically ruins the rhythm for the rest of the time. And I think that small, mm. it's that like small amount of time in between when I'm thinking like, what was I going to say here again to get me into that joke from that joke where it adds like for the audience a bit of, Oh, this guy's not confident anymore. Like, like just for a small second. And when they read that, your whole rhythm gets off. So that's uh that's why I keep that one section of like, this is the tight one. Only do this. If you're getting paid for a show, don't worry about these other things unless you're just dicking around on an open mic or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, if if that's a good rule of thumb, like if you're in an open mic, yeah, fail, experiment, you know, really take some big swings, but if you're at like a paid if you're on a paid gig, like that's the job of comedy. You know, like if I'm getting paid, I may pull out jokes from 7 years ago yeah. if I need to. You know, I mean, that's that is the profession of comedy. You're getting paid to provide a service. You provide that service. You are not there to be an artist and express your whatever you're there to make that audience laugh they're paying you for that service so you owe it to them to do your best stuff it's not a time to be like well let me throw this out and see yeah um, and i'm a real big uh you know from from doing it so much and like hosting shows and even when i'm hosting shows i'm trying to make sure like if one of the standups doesn't do well or something, it's my responsibility to get the crowd back into it. And I know that and I take it like very seriously. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, it, when I see someone, if I'm hosting a show and uh, the middle pulls out a thing of notes and is going through and, uh, and going through that oh. on a paid show, that like drives me insane. I'm like, you've had all day. You've had all day to just yeah. think about six things yeah. <laughs> and, and you couldn't. <laughs> You couldn't just remember six things? I hate, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't stand the notes on the stage. And, like, I mean, I've done it some, definitely not a paid gig, but some open mics. I mean, I can think of a handful of times I've done it in my entire career, just on stage in general. It's like, I just want, it, it takes you out, it takes the audience out, and it, if, if you forget, that's when you really start to learn on stage, though. When you have that discomfort and you don't have that crutch, not having your notes forces you 
to be yeah. a comedian and really like be in the moment and just survive that discomfort. And the more you do that, the stronger you get and the less distracting that discomfort becomes. And then you'll just excel so much faster without having that crutch of, well, what's next? Oh, for sure. Stage? I just, uh, I yeah, will I say, like uh, a comedian friend of mine named Joe Coughlin, he does, he wrote a bit around pulling your notes out on stage and pulling like a piece of paper out. And in the oh. middle, in the middle of his set, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a piece of paper and it's just like a torn piece of paper. And he usually just writes F you on it, but he reads it and goes, Oh, this is a note from my mom. Mm -hmm. It says your brother was a Marine. And then he puts it back in his pocket and then just continues. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's I always funny. used to think, yeah, I always used funny. to think he that's was like checking his like, set list, but he's like, no, that's just a piece of paper. That's nothing. <laughs> I, I just did that as a joke. So that's the, that's, yeah, that's, that's the one right. exception I'll take. Yeah. And even like a uh, Dion Cole, I think in his Netflix special and maybe his Conan set, he, he like has a whole bit where he pulls out. He's like, I'm just going to try these out. And he just pulls. It's like part right. of his act. But like, I don't know, even that I'm like, yeah, it works for him. But like, it's got to be baked in somehow creatively. Like you're saying, like right. your friend does not just it's on the stool and you forget. And then you have to like look down and be like, you know, it's got to be clever. And you can kind of like see their hand shaking. And sparingly. <laughs> Whenever they're grabbing it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm so glad we made this happen and also um please because how we first were um connected with each other was we we're at uh, the new south comedy festival yeah and i saw you performing in your group the buster cups and i was like what is happening right now <laughs> and it just made me think of like it was like t if tenacious d were a rap group is really what was happening and yeah. um I would so please like promote uh, promote that and like what else you guys have going on and how the Right Ten Club can support you because you guys were that's why I had you on the podcast I was like these these kids are onto something here. yeah and then it just wasn't quite meant to be yet yeah we're but, um, uh, yeah please yeah share that side of you as well yeah it's kind of we're like a comedic rap duo uh, we like like you were saying kind of like Tenacious D meets hip hop um, so it's kind of like we write songs in between. We do like two person sketches and jokes that we write in between them two to kind of like make the songs intertwain. So it's almost like Fight of the Concords meets Lonely Island a little bit. Yeah. We our uh, producer kind of concentrates on like hardcore hip hop, so our beats are normally pretty like dark as well. So it's just it's this uh, weird <laughs> kind of give and take of seriousness and goofiness but um my partner filibuster he's uh actually like a really good rap battler so if you want to check out his videos on youtube um with the barbarian rap battle league he's a murderer like i, I think he's like 16 and 1 right now um just like our Facebook page and follow us. Mm. We're, we're putting things out all the time. We're getting in the studio on Wednesday to release a new EP coming up. Um, our video oh, you posted yesterday. Yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm quarantined. That's good too. And then uh, actually the, yeah, the yeah. best of Columbia is coming up starting June 8th and we're nominated for best hip hop artist and best comedy group. 
and I'm actually nominated for Best Local Comedian. What? So if you guys, whenever those polls open. When is the voting? Like June 8th. Yeah, let us, let us know when the polls open. June, June 8th, the polls yeah. open? Okay, yeah. Definitely um, send us a reminder, and we'll get the hot breath of us around that. We definitely want to help. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Like, we've uh, – I mean, we've only been together for – two years now but we've kind of we kind of like blew up quick because our first show was opening for froggy fresh and ever since then people haven't wanted us to open we've had to like headline all the shows which is fine but we want to like tour more and open for smaller acts but like uh-huh. even this place cotton town like made a beer for us to get us to perform at their place that's so cool yeah. what let's see it it's called the oh wow! It's called the Patricky Filsner. It's like an original what Buster Cups like, beer. Did you design that as well? What's up? Did you design that also? Yeah, I designed the logo for him. It was cheaper, so they like basically yeah. made. Patrick's a, also a super talented. Thanks, man. I was plugging your graphic. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. I got it. But yeah, keep going. Uh, no, they, they what they did is, like, they made uh, two kegs of that, and they canned half of it, and then the other half they sold at the show. And basically the fans, if you if you bought the beer, that's basically how we got paid. So it was a pretty cool, like, joint effort. So if anyone's, like, in a town that has, like, local breweries, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Jody, um, but uh, if you're in a town that has local brewers yeah. and you want to get out there, I mean, it might work better with bands than comedians, but uh, a lot of them, if you pay them, it, it's probably only 150 bucks to like brew a batch of beer and then you can get them to be like, really? yeah, it, and, and then they'll obviously sell it and make mon- their money back off that. But you can get them to do that and then yeah. put your name on it and even like get them to promote your show there. And it's a good way for them to make money without uh, being scared to lose any money, basically. Boom. Which is crucial when you're approaching a venue about um, like producing a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love um, Micah. Micah said she loves the swivel chair bit. And um, Aaron loved uh, the, the quarantine video we posted yesterday. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, Mike is my dog. We we hung out together in the uh, Queen City Comedy Festival. We've done improv together and stuff. So big fan. Love the support. Oh snap! The hot brother version. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Um, the comments are kind of hard to read on my phone, but I, I'm seeing some as they come through. So I appreciate everyone who's been commenting and supporting. Um, we'll be back. Full, well, probably Wednesday we'll be back to quote normal and out of the equine house. But for now, we're in the stable. So what's uh what's going on with the clubs in Georgia right now? Do you know? Um, I haven't really heard anything. Um, I haven't been staying too woke on any of that in terms of like when when can I get back on stage? Like, I just assume it's until further notice. And I think a few. I don't know anything locally, but I know like. I think I saw like the Tempe Improv in like Arizona is trying to do something in June. I think a few places are starting to experiment with some like socially distanced shows. Yeah. But um, 
I know Georgia, like, we opened up in terms of, like, I think they opened, like, bowling alleys and tattoo parlors and stuff. But, um, yeah, well, that's basically I don't it. know of what the timeline is on that. Yeah, South yeah, Carolina is opening up all their things. Um, starting like basically next week is probably when everything's going to basically be like open up whenever. So it's going to be interesting. We're, we're kind of the state that's doing the dumbest thing, but, uh, <laughs> but that might mean our, I think Andrew Schultz and stuff was already talking about, like, he's just going to the places that open, like he's over the whole closure for viruses huh. and stuff. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not, I'm not getting our hopes up or anything, but I think we're going to try to do some like parking lot shows and stuff like that to open as soon as possible. That's interesting. Yeah. But uh, with all the bars opening in five points there, that five points is like our party uh, area in Columbia. And there's bars opening there yeah. that just have lines of kids waiting to get into the door. So it's very weird on, in terms of like what they're saying is going to open, what's not going to open. If there are even going to be crowds, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's looking like people are saying a lot of places. It, it looks like it's all in the south, too. <laughs> it's like Alabama's reopened. Uh, Myrtle Beach opened up. Like, they're doing some small shows in Fort Mill, South Carolina. So it seems like the south will rise first yeah. and fall again. Yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, though. Yeah, fingers crossed. Maybe it's a uh, crazy. Yeah, it could be fine now. We we don't know. <laughs> the numbers exactly. don't seem yeah, that no way, one. but who knows? <laughs> oh, dude, this has been so cool, man. Thank you. Um, here, put your face close. I'm gonna do a screenshot. There we go. So that'll be a fun screenshot to post. But thanks for doing this, man. And um, where, uh, yeah, where, tell them, and we'll put some links in this as well. But like, where can people, um, yeah, like support you and connect and all that? Uh, the Buster Cups on most of everything Buster Cups on Facebook, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud. Uh, check out my sketch and comedy group, Tomorrow Quest Theater. Uh, we have Tomorrow Quest TV. You can see the old sketches and uh, improv bits and stuff we did on that. And that's on Facebook as well. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just those two things. Very nice. And uh, let's maybe let's get this right at the buzzer. Uh, Matthew Swakus asks if um, there's any advice for someone who's never done a live show and only done virtual open mics. Um, uh, I mean, I, I would just say keep doing virtual open mics until you can do a live show and then go do a live yeah, show. Yeah, that, right? that's know. a very interesting thing. I never I haven't really thought about it that way, uh, especially if you're only done on a live show. I wonder like how how much more comfortable you are doing it in a uh, Zoom setting than you would in a actual stage setting. Um, but you're never, you just need to jump in and go. Yeah. Like like Spider-Man, it's a leap of faith. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it, yeah. And what could help you is um, maybe keeping track of what's working in the Zoom open mics, so then you can go into the live show with a little more confidence knowing these things have worked before. But yeah, jump. Yeah, as soon as you can. Yeah, you got it. You got to get on stage. That's 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 where comedy is. Oh, for sure. That's the hardest part right now is not knowing cool. uh, what's working, what you're you're 
I'm writing jokes, but who knows when they're like, if they're anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Cool, cool. All right. Well, um, this has been great. Patrick. Yeah. We made it we happen. We made it happen. It's always a pleasure, Joel. We made it. <laughs> oh, this is the first of many. I'm so June excited. got her closure. Go it's perfect. Check out the Buster Cups. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. There it is, Hot Breath of Verse. One of our fellow Hot Brethren and Sistren out there trying to do something positive in their comedy scene. I made it easy for you to support him. Just simply go into the show notes. You're already in the app. Go into the show notes. Just quickly click the link that says vote for Patrick. It'll take you directly to how you can vote. The deadline is Friday, July 3rd at midnight. So go ahead and vote right now while it's top of mind. And if you want to get involved in all we have going on and connect with comics around the world in our Facebook group, Click that link in the show notes as well. We'll be back next Monday with another podcast, but until then, every day we'll be in that group doing the writing club, doing the feedback open mics, doing the weekly Q&As, and I hope to see you there. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.